Hi and welcome to the Psyche Podcast where we discuss all things mindset, mental well-being and living your best life. I'm your host Hannah and I'm a mindset and mental well-being coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome and we hope you enjoy the show. Hi friends and welcome back to the Psyche Podcast. It's Hannah here. I hope that you have had an awesome festive period if you've been celebrating Christmas and whether you have or haven't been um, I hope that you are doing okay and we are in the the final week of December Um, yeah 2020 (laughs) what a year Um, I guess looking back on the year um, and reflecting on on how things have been for me personally the podcast is one of the areas that I feel quite positive about that there has been, not that there haven't been other positives in some areas of my life and obviously some challenges, but I think with the podcast, uh, we've had a great year. We've had so many amazing guests. Um, I've done quite a lot of speaking on other podcasts and we've been listened to in 14 countries, which is amazing um, and really seen a kind of growth in our, in our audience. So to everyone listening, thank you so much. I love and appreciate you all for tuning in and um, for rating, reviewing and connecting with us. It, it's um, it, what, it's what makes the, the podcast kind of what it is. Um, you know, our message is about, and I think actually I'm going to change the intro up a little bit uh, next year when I kind of think about what to say. Um, but, you know, what we're all about is promoting that sense of well-being particularly mental well-being but you know as we touch on it is very broad you know everything is uh, is connected but really that sense of looking after yourself being kind to yourself and nurturing yourself um, which has massive a massive impact on all of your other relationships and areas of your life it's that belief in yourself um, and as part of that we touch on all ends I guess of the, the mental health spectrum we touch on mental illness we challenge misconceptions and stigma and we try to be in, inclusive and supportive and and I guess you know the hope is that you tune in and it gives you a lift where, wherever you're at that you are informed inspired and empowered by what we talk about to make changes in your own life to yeah to really thrive I guess and it's a journey. There will be times when things are going great. There'll be times when things are a challenge. And I hope that by kind of sharing not only my kind of you know more professional hat, if you like, my you know, my my background and my knowledge, but also my personal experience with my own mental health journey, that you get something from that as well. And so we're kind of rounding out the year actually completely by accident but in quite a nice way um by sort of letting go of some of the the baggage in our energetic field which we'll talk about in a moment then thinking about really checking in with our relationship with ourselves and that sense of worthiness and then hitting the ground running in January with this idea of decluttering the space around us so really I guess kind of clearing out um, and thinking about what we want to take forward into next year and what we don't. So all of that will become clear <laughs> in the next uh, few episodes. But 
today, yeah, we're diving into that idea of kind of letting go of, of stuff. So today we're joined by Mark, who is an intuitive healer. And as I've said before on the podcast, I am a little bit of a skeptic that I'm kind of in this well-being space, which is very broad. You have the the more kind of psychological, um, physical um, type of approaches. Uh, so for myself personally, um, you know, I'm in therapy. I'm right at the beginning of training to be a therapist. I'm a coach. It's, uh, it's, it's very much that kind of end. And then you have the more energetics and the healings and the intuitives and empaths and, and all of that. And we kind of dip into all of it and um, really try to bring really diverse voices and perspectives to the podcast because my personal belief and the, and the belief on the podcast is that there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. We're all unique individuals and yes, there's a lot of similarity, but that something that works for me might not necessarily work for you. So we want to give you lots and lots of ideas because when you are feeling really low and when things are feeling really tough it can be really hard to generate ideas and and to figure out what to try to try and improve things for you so the idea is that by giving lots of ideas you can try some of them out and and figure out what works for you personally so today we are definitely at that kind of intuitive end where mark is uh, has intuitive gifts that he uses he's a holistic practitioner and so this isn't going to be for everyone so um, in the same way, actually, that everything isn't going to be for everyone. But uh, I would encourage you to have an open mind to to listen and, and, and to see what you think. We talk about scepticism, actually, in this, because I'm quite honest about uh, my perspective. But um, I guess the have an open mind is, is a kind of general rule for the podcast anyway. But also for this one, one of the things Mark does do is guide us through a group general healing uh so as he says it's something that you you have to almost well you do have to kind of give permission and kind of consent to that process so you could listen and decide whether it's something that you want to be part of or not um but I guess it's just a a heads up to to be aware of that and I've not really participated in many kind of more spiritual energetic type things but this is definitely different to the few things that I have done before um so yes be open-minded give it a go um and it's really yeah thinking about letting go of of budget of baggage <laughs> and I think Mark has some some great advice about kind of daily hygiene and picking up other people's stuff which is something we talked about recently so yeah let's um let's dive in be open-minded and I will speak to you afterwards Hi everyone I'm really happy to welcome Mark to the podcast today so Mark welcome and if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes uh, well thank you first Hannah for the invitation to be with you and your community. I'm, I'm grateful to be here. So uh, so my name is Mark Hernandez. I'm the owner and founder of People and Pets Energetics. I'm a holistic practitioner that does consultations for people, animals, and living spaces when they've hit the wall with health and well-being issues. Um, basically, I have intuitive gifts and extensive training to read subtle energy fields and then identify and release 
non-beneficial energies that are keeping people, animals, or spaces stuck where they are. So, um, so uh, people, the people that commonly see me, they're typically usually women professionals already in the holistic space, yoga, Reiki, doing the things along those lines. They have a specific issue and they're the tools that usually help them for whatever reason are providing a partial or no solution. Uh, they're stuck and in pain, okay? That's when they'll pick up the phone. So it could be something physical like a back pain, knee pain, but it could be a relationship issue, people being stuck, okay? That's for people. For animals, people bring their pets for two main reasons. Uh, change in behavior, have a dog or cat, peeing and pooing the household, separation anxiety, uh, excessive barking, get a lot of calls about that, especially during COVID, uh, and much more. Uh, and with spaces, you know, we've probably all been in a space, we walk and we go, oh, this place just feels weird, we need to get out of here. Okay, energies can get out of whack, out of balance for a variety of reasons. I can see what's going on and clear that. So all my work is non-invasive, safe, gentle, yields results at times immediately, other instances over time. I do 100% of my consultations remotely by phone or video technology. Amazing, thank you for that introduction. And I guess the thing that I'm really curious about to start with is uh, you're saying it's about picking up on the, the energies and, and shifts in the energy. So how that works remotely when you're not in the same space as someone. Yeah, so how it works. So the work I do is based in principles of applied quantum physics, okay? As Einstein, Tesla, and many others told us many years ago, uh, we're really pure energy, okay? Everything's energy, everything's connected. As human beings, you know, we have a physical body that in many ways is very, uh, you know, quote unquote, real, tangible, 3D, so don't go running in front of the car to test out that theory. You're solid and on that level. On another level, we're really energy popping in and out of this dimension and others. So what I do is, so we all have a physical body and we also have an energy body that is like the energetic blueprint for your physical body. So the idea with uh, the type of work I do is that imbalances uh, start out on the energetic blueprint in the energy field and over time can migrate and show up on the physical body as, body as pain or dis-ease, imbalances in the energy field. So through intention, and I always work with people or animals, and I also have to get the permission of spaces to work energetically. It's very important to always have this explicit permission to work with any of these uh, entities, the beings, and uh, then through intention, connect with God, source, creator. I'm allowed to see a lot of what's in the field and clear. So that's how it's possible. Amazing. And, and I imagine when, um, particularly as people, when they come and work with you, they're sort of on board with the kind of holistic healing. Um, but if someone was more of a, a kind of skeptic and they, they weren't really sure whether this, you know, really worked, and particularly for animals who maybe can't really comprehend, uh, I'm just wondering if, that, if that's a block, whether people have to really kind of believe in it and have that for it to be effective or whether it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great question. So basically, yeah, typically the people that will want to work with me are already in the holistic space. And from time to time, I have people that are open-minded. They're skeptical. They said, oh, this sounds kind of hokey. I'm not sure. 
but they're open to it. I have the explicit permission. Let me just give you one brief example. Uh, when I was in Chicago, I used to go to this uh, group called Cup of Joe Networking and Joe the Plumber, okay? I was uh, like the featured 10 minute speaker. I did a mini healing, five minutes. His issue had uh, this nagging right shoulder pain for five years. The only thing he could remember was he was playing basketball one sunny summer day in Chicago and somehow moved a certain way. It had never been the same for five years, okay? And he was like, I'm not sure, but go ahead. You know, eh, what can you do in five minutes? So Joe the plumber uh, went from a level eight pain, you know, and, and limited range of motion to a two in five minutes. And within two more days, the rest went away and it stayed gone. Okay, so I think, you know, most people are in the holistic space, but if people are open-minded, they can be skeptical and have questions. Again, not everything out there is legit. So I, I want people to ask questions. I can work people, they leave a little bit of possibility, even a quarter of an inch of possibility, this may work for them, but if they slam it shut and put 500 pounds of cement, I won't be able to help them and just save your time and money. I think that's um, good uh, integrity to have that if someone is completely closed off to it, just saying, well, you know, it's not, it's not gonna help you then. And I guess I'm one of those people who uh, sort of in the holistic space a bit and kind of open, but, but a bit of a skeptic. I like science and that kind of proof. And I've, I've done a few uh, sort of remote energy things where I'm not sure whether I've really felt anything, whether that's the person or whether it's me. I did a past life regression and I was like, I'm not really sure. Sure. <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be like. And, and I sometimes think, is it that, is that me blocking it? Or is it maybe that the people that I've been working with aren't, I don't know, that skilled or, you know. Yeah, that's a great question. So there's no one set answer. It could be a variety of things. Sometimes, you know, we'll all have a friend that say, oh, this is great. This is great. It helped me with this. I'm sure it'll help you with you and, and, or this healer, whoever it is. And you go, for whatever reason, I'm just not resonating with what they're offering. Okay. And many times these healers are great healers, but it may not be specifically what you need at that instant, at that time for that issue. Okay. And other times, and this applies to everything. That's why I tell people, do your due diligence. If you're going to work with a healer like me or anyone else, yeah, do, you know, do some background, know uh, what type of results people are getting. Cause even quote unquote light workers aren't always of the light. There's a lot of false light out there. So use your discernment. You know, sometimes they're fine. They're just not the right time, right fit for you at that moment. Other times uh, you're picking up on things they're not really of the light and not who they say they are. So listen to your, your intuition. It will give you great guidance and um, yeah, listen to yourself. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cause my, um, my partner uh, is a Reiki oh, cool. practitioner, although he doesn't really do much with it. And a, a couple of times he tried to do an achievement and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel different. Not sure if I'm supposed to, but I uh, tried a, a Japanese, he uh energy huh? thing uh really? called shume i don't know if you hey, i'm not familiar with that more, yeah. yeah and it's a kind of hands-off energy thing and i, I it was a five minute thing uh at um a, a well-being event and i felt i don't know what i felt but i felt something and so then i was intrigued because i was like actually when when i've tried things before and just haven't felt any impact this i feel something yes 
Yeah. That's an excellent illustration of my point. Again, there's a time and place for everything. And maybe for the next six months, four years, this will be your thing that really gets you breakthrough results. So yeah, I think that's a perfect illustration of what I was saying that, you know, there's often a time and place for everything. So I'd, I'd love to know more about how it, how it works, what your process is. And um, yeah, to just, just, I, I love trying to understand stuff like this. So, um, sure. and, and how it varies uh, depending on whether you're working with a person, a pet or a space. Okay. So, okay. The general process, let's just start with the person. So a client will come to me, um, let's say it's lower back pain, okay? They've had it, they often have it for often 10, 20, if they're a little bit older, 30 years, comes and goes, okay? Often it's like on a scale of zero, no pain discomfort, 10 pain to the max, you know, anywhere average on five, some days lower, some days higher, usually when they're seeing me it's like eight or higher, okay? So look, just give me a little bit of information, say, okay, yeah, I've had it, comes and goes, ask where you're at. Okay, eight of 10. So with that information, I have their explicit permission to work with their field. Energy space is very sacred and I always respect explicit permission. Um, I see that they're energetically testable, which means their spines align and they're properly hydrated. And I connect with God, source, creator. I work with the legion of archangels and my light team that show me what I'm allowed to see. And then, you know, ask the body, okay, reason for that lower back pain. Uh, in my opening comments, I said I, I, I help uh, release non-beneficial energies. The most common reason people have their stuff, whatever it is, two main reasons, uh, unprocessed emotional baggage, anger, grief, resentment, love unreceived. Two days ago, two years ago, 25 years ago, you can come into this lifetime with inherited emotions from your parents and ancestors. Okay, that's the biggest stuff. The other thing I see a lot of is toxicity, cell phone radiation, Wi-Fi, 5G, medication. If you ever took a medication, that can be a factor in locking a pleasure stuff. So I'll ask the body. Let's go back to lower back pain. Reason for this issue. The body will tell me, okay, something emotional, grief. Sometimes they'll give me an age. Uh, about 10 years ago, it feels like a mother, grandmother. Yes, my grandmother passed away. Um, I was very close to her. Okay, you've been carrying grief. Sometimes, you know on the top of your head, not in the space, but it's, it's locking in place that lower back pain. So with that, I ask, do I have permission from God to clear it? Yeah. So through intention, I just do the motion. One, two, three is gone from the field. As I'm doing that, sometimes people feel a release. Other times they don't. And I know it's gone. So I keep on going. Next thing, uh, medication, one, two, three, three medications. Yeah, I had a surgery five years ago. Yeah, you've been carrying that energy. Let's release that. Do I, can I release it safely? Yeah, one, two, three. Keep going until the body will say either completely done or done for today. So I'll ask them, okay, you had that lower back pain. You were at level eight when we started. Where are you now? They go, oh, okay, you know, um, sometimes five, 10 minutes. They'll say, okay, I was at an eight. Now I'm at a five or I'm at a three or wow, I'm at a two. I have more flexibility. It'll be different for everyone. So that, in a nutshell, is how it works for a person. Pet, obviously, it's the pet parent that brings me their pet. Uh, let's just use a dog, very common, uh, uh, peeing and pooing in the household, okay? Something like that, Always the first stop is always the vet. I say, have you taken your pet to the vet? You know, any questions about health and well-being for your person, see your medical professionals. If you're an animal, to the vet. 
and often they've done that and they go, they couldn't find anything, okay? So you've taken the pet to the vet for the peeing and pooing, no infection, anything, okay. So I'll ask how long has it been going on? Oh, last two months, it's gotten worse. They're calling me, it's usually 10 or higher. All right, so get the permission of the animals. 99.8% over 10 years, but I, I occasionally have an outlier says no. So just stop. Uh, okay, get permission, tune into the animal, ask the body what's locked in place, the peeing and pooing. What I'm finding with animals, most of the time, you know, animals can have their own life issues. Okay, definitely that. But often they're absorbing the emotional stuff or the energies from the household, taking it on and getting out of whack. And the latest thing I've seen over the last six months is animals now are serving, I call them as pointers, okay? So let's say some emotional baggage. They haven't taken it on in the field, but they want me to do healing on the humans, okay? For them to get better, I need to do a little healing work on the humans. So if they're there, I ask their permission. Can I do a little quick healing on you? They say, oh yeah, wow, it's a bonus. So I do that. And um, I clear that, you know, keep asking the body reason for it, clear it. And then usually with the peeing and pooing, I'll say, you know, just take a snap after the end of the round, look at your animal, same or different. And I'll say, oh, it's just more relaxed, calmer. And then, you know, notice what you notice in the next days, weeks about the peeing and pooing, less, more so. You know, usually that will take a little bit of time to clear out, to show up on the physical plane. Sometimes a couple, three weeks, depends, sometimes quicker. So that's for an animal. The last thing you asked about was a space. Okay, like I said, spaces can get out of whack for a variety of reasons. Um, let's just use an example of someone that purchases a home. Okay, it's beautiful, you know, everything they wanted, but they go in and they just go, it just doesn't feel right. So uh, spaces also can take on the energies of the previous occupants, okay? But also they can be affected by environmental factors like they call it geopathic stress. These are natural phenomena under the, the land that can get people really sick. In fact, one of the great healers, I like her work, Melinda Lee, she's a master theta healer, different modality. Uh, she says that that's one of the leading causes of people's illness. So people have these like mysterious illness, on the doctor's alternative and all that. Check, ask someone that knows how to check if your house, your land has geopathic stress. So anyway, so I get the permission of the house, you know, let's say it's, or the appliances, you know, 50 things went, broke down in two months, weird, weird stuff. And I clear it. And then people ask the people, okay, notice what you notice, that place feels same or different. They'll say, she feels more peaceful or calmer. I feel more relaxed now. Okay, so that's how space clearings work. Awesome. And I know we're going to try a uh, general healing in a moment, but I, First, I guess it was a question for you about uh, yourself and how you keep yourself safe and kind of a boundary of not taking on too much stuff. And particularly with the space, I was thinking of um, before Christmas, I visited um, a prison. And so it's Ooh. not an active prison Ooh. anymore. It's a really old prison Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, in Shepton Mallet. They used to have like, the Cray twins were there for a bit. They had um, they, they did a tour. It's apparently haunted and uh, they have <laughs> room where people were executed and so it's got a really heavy kind of feel and so you know thinking of spaces like that but just generally how do you protect yourself so you're not taking on too much uh, energy or negative yeah so can I just tell I'll answer your question but I want to say something about the prisons and stuff 
Uh, one of my yeah. guests, I do my own show called The People and Pet Show. One of my grace, uh, guests, Raymond Grace, he does space clearings. And I always love what he says. The places that have the wonkiest energies are jails, prisons, courthouses, schools, and top on his list, churches. Okay. Okay. So, um, and also when I, I lived and worked in Asia for two years, and I remember I visited Cambodia. I had the great opportunity. I was in Phnom Penh, for those that remember the, the wars of the 70s, very tragic. Uh, I visited in a prison where they kept it. I, I always remember this. I walked into the what used to be the prison bag. I literally almost couldn't breathe. I had to walk out. It was that strong. So anyway, I want to just confirm. Now, your, uh, your really question was, oh, how do I keep my boundaries strong? Yeah. So, okay. And what I'm about to say is really important for everyone. Okay. I work with a lot of people that tend to have gone through traumas from this lifetime or other lifetimes. So for me, since I'm working with a lot of people with, you know, energies, every morning I start out with exercises of clearing my field. Because all of us, when we sleep, uh, we go to other places besides just staying in our body at night, most of us. So you want to make sure if you're venturing out at night spiritually that, uh, you know, you're protected. And, you know, truth is sometimes, you know, you, before I go to bed, I do that. In the morning, that's the first thing I do, clear my field and put, um, you know, some people call it like a protective shield, but a bubble of light, okay, to keep my field as strong as possible. You know, I'm human too. So, you know, will I sometimes get affected by Wi-Fi or 5G or work with the client and some of the emotional residue comes off me? Yeah. So I, I check myself also at the end of every session. So I do this very regularly. I call it a daily energetic hygiene and maintenance. You know, just as we brush and floss our teeth every day, we need to be practicing excellent energetic hygiene. And next month, I'm releasing my own energetic hygiene package of MP3s. Awesome. And that's definitely something we can uh, maybe speak about uh, briefly at the end and link to if people think, oh, that's definitely something that I would uh, be interested in. Um, and so, yes, you were very graciously going to guide us through a short uh, group awesome. healing. Yeah. 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 So again, uh, those that are, are hearing or seeing this, uh, this conversation on replay, I'm gonna set the attention. If this is something you would like to receive, what I'm gonna do is tune in to set the intention from God Source Creator. Whoever listens uh, to this uh, podcast and with, is open to healing energies, just um, I'm gonna do like a group clearing to see what the group, the collective most needs and uh, go from there. So just give me one sec, just pull up something. And uh, I'm gonna tune in to the group, set the intention, connect with God source creator, yep. Okay, permission, all right, let's ask for help. All right, so what, What? I'm just gonna ask, don't you know? I'm just, it's coming through as the top unknown issue. So I'm just gonna do a clearing. So I'm looking at some electronic charts. Uh, what most needs to be cleared from the collective? Okay, energies post-traumatic, psychic trauma. So psychic trauma is when two or more negative trapped emotions come together like grief, anger. So I'm looking, how many? One, one, two. So I'm looking at the first one, AAB Vinod. One, three, five, one, two. First one is creative insecurity. I'll tell you what that is in a sec for the collective. Uh, BBA, one, three, five, one, two. Creative insecurity and dread. 
Okay, creative insecurity is we're going to do something new and we say, can we really do that? Maybe it's starting a new job, moving, anything new, and just don't feel quite confident about it. And uh, dread, okay. Do I know anything more about that? No. Can I safely clear it? Let's just clear it. Set the intention. Archangel's Light Team, document resolving and create this creative insecurity and dread. Resolving and creating highest persuading the whole full time tradition of love, light, truth, integrity. Red, purple, yellow, green, anywhere that needs extra love and attention now. Good. All right, let's see what, there was a second psychic trauma. Let's see what it is. A, A, B, not one, one, two, okay. Feels like overall collective going through some heartache about something, you know, you'll know what it's about for you if it pertains. If not, the energies will just pass through. BBA even one, three, one, two. Heartache and discouragement. Okay, is there anything more specific I need to know? Okay, let's just release that. Archangel's Light Team, it's now command that we dissolve and create this heartache, discouragement. Dissolve and create and high express sweat and the whole soul tie of love, light, truth, integrity. A green, purple, yellow, anywhere that needs extra love and attention now. Thank you. Whew. Sending an Arcturian blue, purple, maroon, anywhere that needs extra love and attention now. Thank you. All right, let's go back out. What else does the group need from the top unknown issue? Whatever it is. Okay, another energy, an offensive energy. Let's see what that is. Okay, entities, evil spirits, negative thought forms. Okay, negative thought forms. How many? Okay, for the collective, so this is why it's pretty high, but uh, two million, okay? Any visible, hidden, visible, hidden, cloaked, cloaked. How many cloaked, like disguised, what we pulled up? Okay, pulled up eight million. Again, this is for the collective, not one person. All right, uh, do I need to know anything more about those? Two million, no. Can I safely release them? Okay, I need to know why we got two million uh, negative thought forms visible, let's say. Energies. Mental, no will to live energy. So this is energy becomes trapped in our body when life overwhelms us, we can lose the desire to live. Uh, some indicators for some people can be depression, trouble moving forward, problems with the legs and feet. Is that there? Yeah, okay, can I release that? Yeah, for the collective. Okay, it's like a ball of energy like this, big. Archangel's light team is now command that we dissolve and create this no will to live energy from the field. Dissolving and creating the highest best way and the whole soul the aspiration of love, light, truth, integrity. And a yellow, blue, anywhere that needs extra love and attention now. Good. All right, can we safely release those two million negative platforms? Yeah. Woo, it's really big, bigger than this uh, room that I'm in. Archangel's light team has spun up all that energy. So now come out, we dissolve and create these two million uh, negative thought forms, the visible ones. Dissolve and create in the highest, best way, and the whole soul's highest expression of love, light, truth, integrity. Good. Back to those eight million, can we release those? Yes, okay, just bundle them up, huge. Archangel's light team is now coming out that we and create these eight million negative thought forms, the cloaked ones, dissolving and creating the highest persuasion, the whole soul the aspiration of love, light, truth, integrity. And you have purifying purple, yellow, green, anywhere that needs extra love and attention now. Thank you, good, all right, um, all right. Let's go back up to the top unknown issue for the collective. Anything else ready to release now? Visible, hidden, cloaked, anything the collective most needs right now, urgently the top thing. No. All right, 
So those that are listening to this, uh, a couple things. After you do this work, even if you say I'm listening on replay, this uh, recording is infused with the energetics of the healing I did for the collective. So a couple things to bear in mind. One, in the upcoming days and weeks, notice what you notice about yourself. You know, if you had you know, the right shoulder pain or relationship with your partner or whatever it is, just notice that's the same or different. Take down little telegraphic notes because whatever we focus on expands. Two, make sure to drink plenty of high quality water, the best water possible. Because when we do this type of work, you're letting out different toxins, physical, mental, emotional. You want to flush them out of your system. So drink plenty of water, okay? Very important. Last thing is after you do this work, sometimes you know, you're perfectly fine. You waltz on to the next day, okay, great. Other times you may go, wow, you're energetic. I'm really tired. I'm going to go take a nap. Okay, listen to your body because as you're healing and integrating the changes, sometimes you may want to sleep a little bit. So uh, yeah, so that was a group process. I hope y'all found that beneficial. Awesome, thank you for that. And it's really interesting to sort of watch you do it because I think sometimes we have uh, our own preconceived notions of what a healing might be like. And and I guess as you uh, hinted when you when you mentioned another healer that you. Um, respected that there are different modalities so i think it's really interesting to see the sort of different ways people work and if you are a bit of a skeptic then if you're open to it you can always listen back to it and, and like you said just notice what happens what and what, also what with each listening it you will get a different set of benefits okay because again i've set the intention with permission of god source creator to infuse this recording with the high vibration healing energies and again you always have free will to say, yes, I would like that energy or not. And if it's something you don't need, you'll just pass on through. You go, you know, it's not something I need and good, good for you. Awesome. And I was particularly interested in um, the, the will to live energy you mentioned, because today is actually World Suicide Prevention Day. So oh. I think that's, so I think <laughs> okay. that's something that probably uh, in lots of ways is on lots of people's minds uh, thinking about and kind of talking about. So I thought that was particularly interesting that, that that came up so uh, yeah. yeah and just as we know with everything that's gone on the last year and more there's a lot of people things going on in people's lives many don't talk about what's you know what's happening in their worlds but there's a lot going on so you know it's i think it's part of the human experience it's not uncommon to people have touches of that you know obviously if you know depressed suicidal please seek immediate help but you know i think that's part of the human experience but most people have gone through some tough stuff it is. And I, I think in, in some ways, and absolutely echo what you said, if, if you are feeling uh, those feelings to seek support. But I think, um, and actually I have a conversation after this, a live talk about uh, suicide, um, that it is part of the human experience for us to have those thoughts sometimes that things are overwhelming. And actually talking about that and accepting that just because you're having those thoughts doesn't mean um that, that, that that's the way your life's going to go or that you can't get help I think is a really important thing to uh, to point out so thank you thank you for that sure. yeah so uh, I have some set questions I ask everyone sure. and I'd love All to right. hear your thoughts awesome so the first one is what brings you joy in your life yeah I think what brings me joy is just being grateful for everything I've been blessed to have now and in the past you know um, my first background, uh, I taught Latin American and Latino studies at the college level for 20 years. And during my time, I used to spend a lot of time in Mexico, Mexico City, 
you know, some areas that were very wealthy, some were very, very poor, you know, as far as economics. And um, I often found that, again, definitely as we all know, we're in the 3D world, money helps, you know, pay the rent and do those types of things, but it's not everything. I often found some of the most joyful people with those that materially didn't have a lot. Um, and also I lived and worked in uh, Asia and Taiwan for two years. During my time there, I had the great fortune of being able to go to Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, and Indonesia, been to Bali twice. And you know, again, you walk around and you realize, okay, I have a car. And just, again, is that the most important thing in the world? No, but you realize, um, you know, probably 95% of the world is never gonna have something like that. Because that is, again, that's not the be all end all, but you go, wow, you know, I have this, this luxury that makes my life easier if it's not a 2020 model. Um, and I think the other things that bring me joy, again, is just gratitude. And I'm very grateful to be doing this type of healing work. It brings me a, a lot of joy to be able to, uh, to help people, you know. Again, most of the people that come to me are going through some tough stuff. Okay, that's why they're picking up the phone and calling me, um, you know, and it's, it's an honor that they entrust me. Because what I'm doing is pretty much soul work, you know. So I say, when people are looking for a healer, you're kind of going to soul mart, okay? Pick carefully. I'm very careful with who works with my soul. Um, but it, I'm very grateful because I've seen people, uh, recently I was working with a, a man going through a divorce from his perspective, kind of broadsided him. And uh, yeah, kind of in mostly, you know, delicate shape. I said, okay, let's do a session. We did 30 minutes. A couple days later, he wrote me and said, you know, yeah, things are still tough. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the mountaintop, but I'm no longer looking over the edge. Wow. So doing those types of things that help people at a very profound level. Again, this all comes from God's source creator. Um, I'm, I'm, those are some of the things that bring me joy. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And, and great to have that that feedback that you're that you're having an impact um, and I guess maybe that links to my next question which is what makes life meaningful for you yeah so I think what makes life meaningful is as my good friend and healer Jimmy Max says, says make progress every day okay all of us in one form or another have something on our plate we'd like to see change okay all of us me included and I think if uh, we, we make progress every day and we're making a contribution to, you know, again, we have to have our own cup full, but then we, we were able to share our gifts with others and, you know, lighten their load, even if it's something simple. Maybe it's something simple as holding open the door at a grocery store, okay? That, those acts of kindness matter, especially right now when we see everything going, going on. Um, um, so I'm sorry, what was your question? I lost my train of thought. Could you? Yeah. Uh, what makes life meaningful? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the contribution, again, sometimes it's at a very local level there. Are, I see people that many people that are making, you know, amazing contributions to people. Sometimes it's, it's, um, it's children taking care of their elderly family, you know, elderly parents in the U S that's a huge contribution. Often those contributions are unnoticed but they're making a difference in the world. So I think, uh, you know, make a contribution in whatever way you can on a daily basis. I really think that makes life meaningful. And always 
learning. I'm always looking to learn new things, grow, you know, uh, you know, expand on what I've been given to help, you know, to help myself more and help more people. So I think those are the, some of the things that are really meaningful to me. Awesome. Thank you for sharing this. And then the next question ties to our kind of overarching theme on the podcast, which is about mental wellness. So it's two questions around this. And the first is what does mental wellness mean to you? Yeah. So mental wellness. So again, you know, I know the psychologists, psychiatrists and other licensed professionals will have their definition. I think mental wellness is really about being aware of and managing our emotional states. Okay. And one of the most important things, because again, we all experience emotions in life. That's part of being human. Okay. But, uh, you know, we experience something, anger. Okay. I get angry from time to time. Yeah. And that it, it leaves your field because when we hold on to these emotions, negative emotions like anger, you know, or it's when someone dies, it's, it's human to experience grief. But if the grief goes on for 10 years, it's going to impact your life, especially your immune system. Okay. Like anger, uh, forgot they said like five seconds of anger is going to suppress your immune system like f- by five hours. Okay. You drop it. And right now we all need to, you know, keep our immune systems on all levels as strong as possible. So mental, mental wellness is kind of awareness of our emotional states and finding tools and strategies. Again, it'll be different for each person that allow us to release those on a daily basis for some be it maybe yoga, meditation, walking in nature, you know, nature is very healing. Even just putting your feet on the ground, ideally barefoot, if you're in a warmer climate on grass, for 20 minutes, you'll get a lot of healing energy. So I think it's kind of being attentive to your emotional states on a daily basis and doing you know, your best to release those. And again, if you are stuck in that 10 years of grief or having really deep depression, that you seek professional help, time and place for everything. Awesome, and thank you for that. And then uh, um, you've already suggested some ways that people can do that. But my follow-up is always how you look after your own mental well-being. So what what works for you to sort of do that? Yeah. So my own mental well-being. Um, like I said, I I have different practices I do every day for myself to maintain a clear, clean, and sovereign energy field. Because when things get in our field again that's human for that to happen but stay in our field over time they cause two different uh um challenges in our life sometimes it's the on the physical body but it can be with our finances our relationships and i think um something that i think is really important i've been aware of this in my own life is is kind of um reconnecting with people, relationships, and building new friendships. I think I'll, I'll speak for myself. In 2020, and I'm a little bit of the older generations, I'm not a millennial, but, um, you know, we were, you know, social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. But I find a lot of those conversations are pretty superficial. So I think finding ways to be connected with community is very important. And I'm I speak for myself in my own life. It's a renewed priority from this point forward in my own life. 
Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So my next question, um, and I'm going to start doing this one uh, with people. It's like more of a quick fire of kind of sure. first thing that pops into your head. And that is to, uh, to ask people to describe their own mindset. So what shows up for you for that? So can you describe your sure. mindset? Okay, my own mindset. Um, overall, uh, optimistic, visionary, and, you know, hey, I get those negative thoughts to say, okay, what can I, what do I need to do to, you know, or what, what's going on? Also look at the deeper issues, not just try to quote unquote, make it go away, but say, okay, what is this telling me? And again, tuning in and um, saying, oh yeah, hmm. stuff uh, from uh, one of my parents that, you know, I thought I had dealt with 25 years ago and there's still some residual stuff. That's just the truth, you know, but mindset. Yeah. Uh, like I said, think overall forward-looking visionary uh see how i can make a a difference and you know just realize too the mindset i think especially now just realize that everyone's doing the best that they can and as much as possible to stay in a space of neutrality observe things and uh you know i'm human yeah do i make judgments yes but to realize there's probably a lot of stuff people's going on in people's world i have zero idea I just kind of send them out love the 528 frequency again they have the option to receive it or not and just whatever they need and uh, those are some of the things i do awesome yeah thank you for that uh, so my next question my penultimate question is if you have a top tip that you would recommend to people that they could try out in their life uh, that could have a massive impact so what would be your kind of top takeaway tip for people to try top tip takeaway tip okay one be grounded, okay? There are different ways to ground your physical body, okay? Uh, one way a lot of, uh, one way I, I do is, you know, so like I said, when, in order to ground, why is grounding important? In order to, to heal physically or manifest on the 3D level in the physical plane, we need to be in our body, okay? Especially people that are light workers, you know, we like to play in the clouds, it's my, my good friend from the UK, Virginia Rounds Griffiths, likes to say, you know, and that's fine, but we need to be in our body, okay? And so many people are not present and in their body. So find a way, there's a way of, of envisioning like a white light coming down, uh, you know, from God's source creator through your crown chakra, the top of your head, going all the way down to your heart, going out, down to your feet, back all the way grounding into Gaia, Mother Earth, coming back up through and back out, okay? Make sure you're grounded in the morning. Because that also, lots of times when we're not grounded, that's often when we have our accidents, okay? So I think if I give one tip for people to look into more, it'd be grounding every day and check yourself. Awesome, thank you for that. Um, and for, for sort of uh, talking us through the process of, of doing that, that's, uh, that's great. We love to give people kind of practical uh, oh, things that they can, they can try out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. And uh, my last question then is where people can connect with you online if they're interested in working with you. You mentioned about uh, your series that's coming soon. So where can people find you? Yeah. So the, the best way is go to your favorite search engine and enter in the name of my business, People and Pets, plural, Energetics, E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-S. It'll take you to my website, peopleandpetsenergetics.com. There you'll find the link if you know uh, feel guided you would like to book a session you can schedule there 
or if you just like to tune in, I host my own show, The People and Pet Show, uh, where I interview people in the holistic space, and often they do processes, mini healings, and people get a lot of value out of it. And also you can find me on Facebook at People and Pets Energetics. Awesome, thank you. And we'll absolutely link in the show notes so that people can find you from there. Thank you so much, Mark. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you for being uh, so gracious with the with the healing and for really giving us an insight into sort of how it works and for bearing with me in my skeptical uh, <laughs> ways. Uh, again, uh, yeah. I, I, I always tell people, you know, if you're thinking about hiring a healer, do your due diligence. Listen to your inner voice. I'm very big into intuition. You get that twitch. Again, it just may not be the right person for you at that time or otherwise, you know, maybe saying it's just not right for you. Okay. Mm. And keep keep looking. Listen to your intuition. It's always on the money. Awesome. Thank you. And I think that's a, a perfect way to round out the episode. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. So thanks again to Mark for joining us and sharing that with us. Um, as he says, it's an uh, this is um, energetically infused audio. <laughs> so um, feel free to listen listen back to it. Um, and I really would be curious to know what you think of this. If you if you listened to the healing and you were open to it, whether you notice anything and it not necessarily immediately, but over time. And I also am really curious if you are someone who has your own faith background or relationship with God. Um, what it brought up for you this, um, you know, remarks calling on God, source, creator, etc., I'm just really curious about, I'm really interested in theology and um, spirituality in that way anyway. So any thoughts that you have on this, please do drop me a message. I'm really curious to hear what you thought. And we are at Psyche Coaching, a P-S-Y-K-H-E coaching across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Although, to be honest, uh, Instagram and Facebook is where we hang out most. But we'd love to hear what you think about this. And if you have enjoyed this episode and all the episodes that we put out, please do rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really helps us to reach more people and share the message that we are all about. So, as I said, we're sort of on this thinking about what we're taking forward into next year. So today it's been about kind of letting go. And on Wednesday, we're joined by Alison and we're really tapping into something that is really fundamental I think to our relationship with ourselves um, this sense of worthiness so it's really a chance to I guess that reflect refresh think about your relationship with yourself and as you move into a new year thinking about how you feel about yourself and um, and all of that so I hope you have a good couple of days and I will speak to you again on Wednesday take care for now